Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to New York. Jesse's in Chicago, Drew's in Minnesota. We are live on this Tuesday. Actually, no, it's Wednesday. I don't even know what day it is, man. Holy shit. (laughs) Fucking England fucked me up, man. Wednesday afternoon. It is August 30th, 2023. I'm JD from New York, joined by my very good colleagues and very good friends, Jesse and Andrew Baydala. Andrew's from Tuesday Night Titans. Jesse, you guys know, as always, is my partner in crime on Wednesday for AEW Dynamite. I want to thank you guys for joining us for this uh, big-time discussion here, man. And uh, I think collectively, all three of us, hopefully this is the last time we have to talk about this, this week anyway. And it may be the last that we see of CM Punk in AEW. If uh, if Jesse is concerned, he doesn't even want to see CM Punk back on television after this latest hiccup. How are you guys doing first and foremost? Jesse, how are you feeling? Drew, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know you guys just got back from uh, London. That event was spectacular. And here we are talking about something else but that event. Yeah, it's crazy. Jesse, how you feeling, man? I'm good, man. I'm, um, my voice is a little bit worse for the wear, but I mean, it's. I know, man. You, you, you were, uh, chanted and cheered on Britt Baker, man, on, uh, on Sunday night. I know. (laughs) Hey, you gotta, you you gotta, you gotta cheer for your faves, man. (laughs) You gotta cheer for your faves. Between between the meet and greet, it started to go on Saturday at the meet and greet because it was so loud and so crowded and so insane. And that was Saturday. Sunday um, just didn't help. And then a two and a half hour podcast was just overkill. Oh, you mean that, that shot of Johnny Walker that we did didn't, uh, didn't help you out, huh? Man, I know. It's, Look, it was I Drew, Drew. Let me tell you something. It was my first shot of Johnny Walker, man. Never again. Who Holy. shoots Johnny Walker? I don't know. 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 It was awful. Shoot and it, tequila, you shoot, you can maybe shoot bourbon. Johnny yeah. Walker, no way. Yeah, no way. Never again. Anyway, uh, we're going to get right into it, guys. I know you're here for one thing and one thing only, and that is the discussion on CM Punk. Let's start from the very beginning. And I know Drew and I touched upon this last week because it was a story last week. I know Jesse and I discussed this on the live post show that we did on Monday afternoon in England. The whole thing started when Jack Perry apparently wanted to use real glass in a spot to sell the feud with Hook, and I don't know what what type of glass he wanted to use, whether it was just a a regular sheet of of glass or or, or like what he did at the show where it was a vehicle and he wanted to go through glass. Nobody knows. But he wanted to use real glass. AEW management, and I listened to Alvarez this morning, and Drew, maybe you could uh, shed some light on this. I don't know what you have heard. I know you've been very... Updated on everything that happened here. Uh, According to Alvarez, Jack Perry wanted to use real glass. He got it approved 
by AEW management, and then CM Punk told him no. Is is this anywhere near where it should be as far as being correct? Are we talking about the collision spot? Yes, the collision talk- spot. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm, we're starting from um, the very beginning. You know, I would have to take Alvarez's word on that because this was a non-issue from anybody that I talked to. It was like, yeah, I really don't know. I know that, you know, there was some back and forth where Punk said it was a bad idea and we don't do that type of stuff here. But other than that, I mean, it seems like Jack Perry got what he wanted on uh, Sunday. So he did get what he wanted on Sunday, whether that was uh, legit and it was passed through by management or, or he went into business for himself. I mean, nobody really knows and nobody about the comment yeah the comment that he made yeah i think that was totally on his own i don't think that he told tony khan he was going to say that of course that's what (laughs) got him into trouble i mean all right we're we're, we're skipping ahead here but that's the whole gist of the story there with jack perry cm punk told him no and that's where this kind of all began and then it started to get worse from there jesse i know you and i discussed this uh extensively you know cm punk people calling him gm punk because it seems like he's making the decisions, especially on Saturday night with Collision. And Tony Khan and AEW management seemingly are uh, after CM Punk in the pecking order here. CM Punk, the way that it probably came off to Jack Perry was like, who the fuck does this guy think he is telling me what to do when I got it approved by management? We don't know the tone. We don't know the the entire feel of this discussion when it happened. But if it came from a veteran looking out for a younger talent, I don't know why Jack Perry got upset, but Jack Perry apparently got upset because he thought CM Punk was telling him to do something that was approved by management simply based off of his relationship with the Young Bucks, and that was the whole thing. People said they heard this for uh, several days following the incident that CM Punk flat-out told Jack Perry no, like he was the boss, because he wanted to get back at the Young Bucks through Jack Perry. Did you hear any of that story? I did not. I didn't hear anything like that. Yeah, that's that's the excuse that they used. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and look, it doesn't mean it's not true. I'm just saying that some of the other things are coming through um, through a, a, a little bit more consistency than that has. I haven't heard anything about that one yet. And we, we got to try to keep in mind all of the stuff that we get coming in. I mean, look, it seems that stuff. I, look, I heard I heard a report that Tony Khan says that he didn't see the fight and the dude was sitting right there. And I don't believe that at all. We'll, we'll get to that yeah. in a little bit. I, mean, I don't so, believe that at all. So, so that being said, it's just so much, I don't want to say misinformation, but if no one saw it, I mean, uh, I mean, if not everyone that's reporting things saw it, then it's coming in bits and pieces. Punk told me this. So I'll tell someone this Perry told yeah. me this. So I'll tell someone that maybe to, look, I'll even give TK the benefit of the doubt. If he's sitting there in gorilla, Maybe he was looking at the monitor and he didn't see the origin of the fight. He just saw the aftermath. It's possible. It's possible. But if Punk is just standing there in Gorilla waiting for Perry and he knows it's an active issue with those two, what are we doing? Pay attention. Read the room. Tell Punk to go chill out. What do you, I mean, do something. Well, now, this is the second time there's been a Punk blow up and apparently TK was in the room and did absolutely nothing. We can pretty much say that's a fact, correct? Well, yes. Uh, one of the things w- with Jack Perry was he wanted to do this spot originally on Collision Drew because he got, and this is coming from Alvarez as well, he got approved vacation time to go to Hawaii, and he was going to be out for a couple of weeks, and he figured that this would be a great spot to do so that he could sell being out for a few weeks, come back, and then do the match with Hook at All uh, in, in in Wembley. So this that is, was that that's where that's where that whole situation stemmed from. 
this is still professional wrestling. Yeah. Like we have used sugar glass and other means yeah. of fake glass before. So I don't, I understand where Jack Perry was coming from. He's an artist, just like any professional wrestler wants to be as real as it possibly can. But I can tell you this right now, whether he gets slammed on real glass or fake glass, as long as it shatters, I ain't going to know the difference. So let's, as a fan, I mean, I just, to me, this is just way overblown. And I think realistically, CM Punk could have handled this a different way. Like, hey, you know what? Like, you don't need to do that, man. You're going to cut yourself up. You're going to be pulling shards of glass out of your back for weeks. Like, just we're, we're past that. We're on national television, and I don't think we need to do this anymore. And then if he wants to go out and do it, you know what I would have done? I would have just been like, well, can't help this guy. Next. Now, have we heard any reports yeah. of Jack Perry being a defiant talent? I mean, in the four years, I've I've not heard one negative thing about Jack Perry. I know Jack Perry gets a lot of shit for his size and the lack of this and the lack of that, but I've never heard anything negative in regards to how he's handled himself backstage. And I thought that once upon a time that Jack Perry and CM Punk were pretty decent. But as far as the situation here with both of them, I mean, Jack Perry... If he got it approved, he got it approved. So then in this instance, it would label CM Punk poking his nose into business that's not managerial business. So if you want to look at this one situation that pretty much snowballed into what we got this weekend, I understand CM Punk wants to be a leader, and I appreciate him wanting to be a leader, but at some point, do you guys think he's got to keep his fucking nose out of everybody else's business and just be the professional wrestler that Tony Khan signed to mega money to do what he's got to do? Well, here's the thing, right? If I gave Jesse a piece of advice and Jesse told me to go fuck myself, I would just say, okay, well, you want to know what? I'm not giving Jesse advice anymore. You know? Okay, yeah. And Clearly, that's it. He and I would want it. Right. Know. And I would have looked at Jack Perry and been like, you know, he was mad about his spot. It got, you know, turned down. And then all of a sudden he pokes the bear on all in and says that. And he knows that Punk's in Gorilla waiting for his match to kick off the show. So. Jack Perry's at fault here. Um, didn't need to say the comment. Could have just done the spot and went to, he literally pulled the camera. Come here, come here, come here. Yeah. Like you did. There's a lot of things that don't need to happen here, but yeah, I would have just left the kid alone and been like, you want to know what? Screw him. Hey, you want to get hurt? You want to get hurt? Whatever. It's not my fucking problem. And, and this is the same thing. Jesse and I discussed. This is the same thing that Adam page basically said, Hey, you know, we got, we got a bunch of legends in the locker room. If they want to tell me something fine, I don't have to listen to them. I'm going to go out there and, and do what I want to do. And if that's what he wants to do, that's his given right to do that. And if I'm one of the veterans, I'm looking at this shit. All right, you want to go mess up? You want to go make a mistake? Fine. When you learn your lesson and then when you need my help, I'll be here. Or if you don't want to give any any advice to the youngsters, then don't. Just worry about yourself. That at one point, you know, it's all going to come right back around. And those guys, those younger kids are probably going to need help from the veterans. So I don't know why there's just this big divide in the company. I think everybody needs to just stay out of everybody's business and do their own thing. Uh, Jesse, what did you have to add on that? Dude, the, the, the problem comes in, in the form of the, okay. So the way it feels like the way that it all un, uh, un, unveiled, like, like there was already going to be an issue, no matter what, no matter how it plan, planned out because Perry, what is the issue? Punk is giving you solid advice. You don't like it. Okay. Why so hostile about it? Yeah. Why are you so angry about the advice? I mean, were you told by, unless, I mean, it was presented to him in a manner by Punk that offended him. But even still, to that degree, like I said before, Jack Perry is the greenest of greens in that locker room as it compares to a CM Punk. Yeah. Now, 
once Punk finds out that Jack Perry is an asshole and don't want to listen to him, why is he taking it so personally? It's not like the match involved him himself and he was worried about his own safety. He was he claimed to be doing what he was doing to look out for Perry's safety. All right. Perry didn't want to listen. Well, Punk is so adamant about Perry's safety that he's going to fight him over it. You're going to fight the man so he doesn't hurt himself? What? What is this? You're going to hurt him. Yeah. What, what sense does that make? Just I don't know. chill. Let I, it go. I, it, again, and I and I said this to Jesse before we went on the air, all, all of this shit could have been completely uh, avoided, and it didn't need to reach this breaking point. Moving on from that, that was the whole basis and the foundation of how all this shit got started. We go into the UK, and we get to a few days before Wembley, Drew, and there's a story, and, and I could not believe what I was reading, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this to you because uh, I know you have you know, a very good take on this. CM Punk flew into Heathrow. Now, I, I, I flew into the other one, uh, Gatwick. I, I flew Gatwick. into Gatwick, yeah, so I, I, didn't, I didn't fly into Heathrow. Uh, I, I figured, you know, let me take the hour, hour and 15-minute drive from Gatwick to, uh, to the UK, to London, and, and do what I need to do, but the talent flew into Heathrow, and apparently Punk did not have anybody from AEW management or anybody from AEW in general to meet him at Heathrow Airport. And there was no one there to meet him. There was no car service to take him to the hotel. He was given a number. And when he texted the number he was given, uh, or what, what, the number that he was given by AEW for the driver, it bounced back as being an invalid number. Now, I also read, and this comes from The Observer, and a mixture of places, Observer, PW Torch, Wade Keller, that AEW did not expense and did not go out of the way to get talent, uh, cars or transportation to Wembley or to their hotels, wherever they were staying. Now, I, I don't know, uh, the magnitude of this show, I, I can't believe that Tony Khan would not do that for his talent, especially his biggest talent for CM Punk. So then the report was that CM Punk had to take the tube from Heathrow to Wembley. Now, I don't. This is, the first, this is this is this is the first time that I've visited London, bro. And I was told by people close to me that you cannot take the tube from from Heathrow to Wembley directly. You need to go. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No, you can't. No, you, you cannot. Can, you cannot. One direct train. No, bro. You cannot. Right. You know, you can't take a direct train from Heathrow to Wembley. You have to go no, to no, no. one direct train. No, but I personally just took the uh, the the tube from. Um, yes, you got to make a stop yeah. somewhere and then transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to transfer. Like yeah. you got to transfer at Jamaica. So, if so, you're so, in New York. so, so, Drew, you want? Yeah. yeah. So you 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 think that CM Punk took all these transfers to go out in public to go to get to Wembley via the tube and had nothing regarding AEW transportation for himself. On he's, a multi, he's a multi-millionaire, so I mean, I, and they're paying him like, what, five, six million dollars a year, so I, I, yeah, I don't know, I mean, if, I think that your top star should probably be taken care of, yes. if for some reason he wasn't, then, you know, if it wasn't made accommodations for him, I'm sure Jericho wasn't on the tube, or Jericho might have called an Uber, I don't know, I've been to London, and I've been to Wembley about six times for the NFL, it is a nightmare at times, just like it is when you go to LA, just like it is when you go to the city, that being New York City, so, um, or you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe again, there's a lot of things that are taking place with CM Punk and AEW that I'm not going to put my tinfoil cap on, but it just seems as if like we're headed in a certain direction, and maybe someone's pushing that direction. So I don't know. Uh, from a business perspective, it looks bad. It's your top one of your top. It, it, it is. It, it does look bad, and then people on social media were 
finding out who the AEW travel coordinator was, and apparently he's a huge young buck stand, and people were putting their fucking tinfoil yep. caps on and blaming him because he's siding with the bunk, Bucks, and he did it on purpose to CM Punk. I mean, give me a fucking break. How does something like that slip through the cracks where your biggest star doesn't have top-tier transportation to get to your biggest event of all time? No, Is no, this the I first no. pay-per-view that Punk's been on with no. the Bucks? No. No. All right, so, I mean... So, but wait, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna answer something to that report where it says TK didn't, did not provide the transportation for the talent from the hotel. Um, you might not notice, but I was actually at Heathrow and I yes. had a run-in with someone. Yes, from we AEW. Know. Yes, we right. know, we know Jesse. All right, so all kidding aside, um, we saw multiple, multiple guys in 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 tuxedos or suits or whatever you want to call it. Holding up AEW signs to pick up talent. Yeah, me and my wife, bro. Yeah, I but- had a fucking sign when I when I got to the airport because I ordered a car service. Jerry yeah. was on the sign. I mean, I had a fucking sign. Guys, this happens. Like for WrestleMania or the big events, the big guys who fly in or girls who fly in who are not on a private jet get picked up by a limousine company or a contracted uh, vehicle service. Right. But your mid card talent, which CM Punk is not on, or your lesser talent. Normally rent cars or they're getting Ubers or taxis. That's why they get mobbed. Or some people who, you know, just don't spend the money do that as well. This is not something that is uncommon. I will say it's uncommon for a top star like CM Punk, though. That yeah. I will say. Yeah. All right. So that was that was the the whole airport story. And that's going to come into play a little bit later when we get to the actual event itself. So CM Punk took the tube to Wembley or where, wherever he was staying in London got to the hotel. He flew in on Saturday because he wanted to spend time with his wife and, and Larry, who was cited in the report. Larry was mentioned. Uh, April was not. So I just found that to be kind of funny that Larry was mentioned. His wife was not mentioned. But um, we go to the event, and apparently after Jack Perry said what he said, which Drew alluded to earlier, he looked into the camera. He's like, this is real glass. He's knocking on the fucking glass window. He's at, and then he says, cry me a river. So obviously... I seen this after the show was over because I could not I could not see this while I was there. The service was terrible and everybody was making a big deal about it. And then that's when everything kind of took place. There was a lot of eye rolling in the report says uh, responses to the uh, situation with Jack Perry. Punk's side of the story is pretty clear. And uh, this is coming from Fightful. One source said that with 100 percent certainty, Jack Perry didn't throw the first punch after the altercation backstage. Punk shoved him and put him in a choke. Depending on who you speak to, accounts have said that Punk shoved or pie-faced. Drew, you told me that uh, Punk pie-faced uh, Jack Perry, and uh, that's what happened. And a punch, I mean, it's questionable, but uh, pie-faced seems to be the going rumor right now. The situation happened between the end of Perry's match and Punk's. Punk opened the show with Samoa Joe, with one account claiming Samoa Joe was trying to be a peacemaker and keep others out. Several accounts claim that Punk asked Perry if they had a problem and Perry said that Punk started something online regarding the real fake glass story. And this was the receipt, as reported by PW Torch. Perry had told a couple of people he was planning to make a comment during the match. Now, this is the line in the report from Feifel that really stood out to me. Number one, and, and this goes to you guys. Perry said that Punk started something online regarding real fake glass story. Punk, how many times has Punk started something online or on on, on air? He, he said something uh, regarding counterfeit bucks and, you know, countless other lines. You know, so he's throwing something back at Punk that Punk has already done in the past. And, and this was his receipt. Number two, 
He told a couple of people that he was planning on making a comment during the match. Who the fuck are those people and who okayed that? And if it was anybody in management that was in charge of this, why didn't they tell Jack Perry, don't do that? And at the end of it, it probably wouldn't have made a, 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 de- a big deal anyway because he was going to go out there and do what he wanted to do. Right? That's actually a good point. Punk had no problems going out there and taking cheap shots himself. Yeah. That's actually a very good point. I didn't even think about that. I He's done it before. Uh, he will do it again. I just, for me, again, um, time and a place. And I think CM Punk was out of line when he did his Hangman uh, Hangman Page stuff when it was after, you know, the show went off the air. He knows damn well that everyone, their mother's going to have their phones out recording them. Um, he knew exactly what he was doing. And Jack Perry knew exactly what he was doing. And the fact of the matter is, is that it can't come from Kenny and the Bucks. So... Jack Perry does it, and hopefully this gets CM Punk pissed off enough, and then he takes, you know, you want to fuck around and find out? Let's fuck around and find out. And that's the type of guy that CM Punk is, it seems. So. But what, what did, Drew, what did Jack Perry expect to happen here? Like, he's not going to go make that comment, and then with CM Punk legitimately right behind the curtain because he's got to come out and start the show, what did he mm-hmm. expect to happen? CM Punk to present him with a fucking uh, a, a blueberry muffin and some fucking coffee? Hey man, no. you're a great job out there with uh, your match. I mean, here's how I, here's how I would have handled it. Okay, and I I'm the same type of guy. You want to poke the bear, then expect to be poked back or expect me to retaliate. But here's what I would have done, and I've seen other wrestlers do this before. When something happens in the ring that they don't approve of, or they get called out or whatever, I'd have looked him dead in his face and been like, "When I get at, through this curtain after this match, me and you're going to have a conversation, whether you like it or not. Your ass better be in your locker room. And when I get there, me and you'll have a face to face." No fights, no nothing, but we're going to have a chat because what you just pulled out there is fucking Bush League. And I understand that me and you and your buddies might not have the best relationship right now, but we are in, in front of 81,000 people. Cut the shit yeah. and act like adults. Yeah, That's and what that's, I would have said to him. And that's what Jesse and I alluded to when we were live on Monday. You know, we both said, and that's a good point, Drew. That's a good uh, scenario that should have happened. Punk did not take those steps to be a locker room leader and say, let's cordially sit down and, and have no no animosity here on the biggest night that the company's ever seen. Jesse and I said, well, why didn't he just bring it to Tony Khan, who was sitting right there? TK, take care of this. I don't want to get in any more any more problems. I mean, Jack Perry went out there and just said what he said off uh, off uh, off the grid. You know, it, it took together. it upon him. I mean, why didn't, why didn't he tell management then? Why didn't he go and tell, I, hey, man, listen, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. I don't want to deal with these children. Take care of it. I got a fucking match to start the show with. What, I, what I'm saying here is that um, I believe from the reports, I can't confirm or deny this, but I, I, from what I've heard, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, and Tony Khan were all sitting at Gorilla when Jack Perry made the comment. So they were, they were all sitting. They were all uh, sitting there while he made the comment on on the on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were getting ready to go out for their match. I mean, so what? So why didn't Tony Khan stop him right through the curtain? Why did it have to be Punk? Maybe he did. I don't, you know, there's going to be a lot of conflicting reports here because it's all he said, she said. Maybe Tony looked at, you know, CM Punk and said, hey, I understand. I'll handle it when we get back. And Punk was just like, nah, fuck this. I'm doing this my way. And that, and that's why we're in the situation we're in right now. We're headed into their biggest pay-per-view of the year because all outs like their WrestleMania coming off their biggest pay-per-view ever in London. And we might not have CM Punk. Dude, at some point here, at some point here, cooler heads needed to prevail. Mm -hmm. If there was a situation that happened and things needed to be addressed, it seems that uh, that's obvious. Why is it that it needed to be done right then and right there. It seems to me that there is a much, much more important task at hand, and that's making sure that this show goes off without a hitch. 
let's not forget how to be professionals. People start thinking that just because this is pro wrestling, that it has to all end in physicality. We'll sit down and have a post-show meeting about it in the backstage area tonight or tomorrow. This is not the wild, wild west. I got some idiot on my Twitter talking about, well, you can't go around and talk shit about somebody and not expect somebody to knock, not to knock you out and get in your face about it. Yes, I can. Because it's called being a professional and being out at work. If I got to walk around and choke out every co-worker I had to deal with that didn't do what I said, because I was with a supervisor for a long fucking time, I'd be fired. Sometimes people don't listen to you. There are things and, and there are strategics and there are things in order in place to take care of situations like this. And one of them is not choke them out in gorilla. You know, sit down and have a talk with the owner, HR, management, something. It is not physically impose your will on someone because you're angry. That's just not how you work in the workforce. Jesse, I, I get that being a one-time deal, but CM Punk fucking basically crippled the company last year where Tony Khan had to reroute plans, big plans, last year. He got injured. He was suspended. I'm sure he got fined. He came back. He made more comments about Adam Page a couple of weeks ago off the air on a collision Saturday night where he was fined reportedly $100,000 plus for the comments he's made. He's suspended now, which we'll get into. I mean, how many different situations does he need to go through himself to fucking get the point? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, well, be a leader. Maybe he, he doesn't want to be just, there. You just, just can't do that shit. You cannot physically put your hands on someone in an unprofessional way just because you don't like what they said. If someone hits you first, knock them the fuck out. Enjoy. Enjoy. Someone said something you didn't like, so you're going to poke your chest out and get in his face and now start a confrontation. No, we're going to have a fucking sit down about it and discuss it like grown fucking men with management involved so I don't have this negative stigma about me causing all of this stuff. All right? At the end of the day, none of this involved Punk. If Perry hurt himself, Punk is fine. Well, he he went on to say, Drew, that he hates this place. This -hmm. was probably said out of anger in the the moment. Uh, Or maybe not. Maybe he genuinely, like you said, hates this place. And he and Tony kind of had no communication uh, after the incident. And a lot of people in the company, even though they heard uh, him say that, oh, he hates this place, and the reason for all these problems goes right back to CM Punk. So he hates this place, but the stem of the problems is him. Yeah, I mean, you know, we touched upon this, and I didn't have the um, the discussion with Jesse, but I, it, all of this stuff has started to come to a head as soon as the Elite resigned. And I truly believe that CM Punk thought that maybe one, if not a couple of them, would be gone. Uh, maybe the Bucks and Hangman didn't happen. Um, and CM Punk, in my opinion is unhappy and i think that he is i mean his actions are saying to me if i'm looking at this right and realistically he can't quit because if he quits he loses all of that money and he's in breach of contract and he's doing things you know breaking appearances all this other stuff it's just not a good look so if he is this unhappy with aew then if hey this is the okay this guy just said something stupid i'm gonna retaliate you know he started it basically so it's it's starting to get to a point where it's like do you want to work here or not and that's the question that tony khan needs to ask cm punk listen we have done so many things for you we've created a whole new show for you where you're away from the guys that you don't like we're giving you this we're giving you that i don't know how much more i could do for you yeah either i need to divorce myself from this situation exactly or you need to fix yourself why is he so high maintenance 
Tony Khan has hundreds of people in that payroll, but Punk needs to be handled so delicately. You can't yeah. talk to him a certain way. If don't anger him, do what he says. And if you upset him, he's going to choke you out. And then you're going to be in the middle of all this controversy. It's, at what point can Punk just have a little chill? A little chill. If there's anybody in that locker room that's back there working stress-free and incident-free and nobody pissed them off at all, I'd be in total fucking shock. But it appears to me, but when Punk gets angry, it's an issue. Punk has to be kept happy at all times. It seems to me Perry was in the wrong in this. I'm going to start with that. It seems to me Perry was in the wrong in this, and Punk made it about him by not doing the right thing. Because if Punk would have just said, I said what I said, well, I'm walking away to management. It, it only looks and, like... And now, hold on a second. And, and now, when this report comes out, it's going to be like, well, Punk tried to intervene. Perry didn't listen. Punk walked away. Punk is the fucking professional. And Jack Perry is the only one on the fucking hook in this situation. Well, it seems like Jack Perry is to blame here based off the comments he made at the pay-per-view. I mean, if he got the, the spot approved on the collision episode that he wanted to do it on, I don't see what the big deal is. He's clearly, you know, part of the problem here because he went out there and did something that he probably shouldn't have said or, or should never been approved by anybody, but he did it anyway. And I feel the like... The comment was not approved. No, no, no. no. I mean, he it was said, not approved. He, he told people in management. That's all it said. Yeah, management could be hurt. the Bucks and 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 um yeah, and Kenny. We don't know, but, but Punk's right. feelings were hurt by it. Yes, and so well, look, it, it's it's bush league. It's absolute bush league. You, it wasn't like he said it, and it was like out of earshot, and people had to like rewind and and, yes. and, and raise their volume. He pulled the camera in. Yes. All right. Yes. And the, and the Bucks and Kenny can't and Hangman cannot cannot poke CM Punk. There's there's a whole legality issue here that nobody's gotten into. You know, Punk got fined. Those boys don't want to take that route because they don't want to get sued. They don't want to get fined either. So one of their closest friends did it. So with that being said, is there new, is there any kind of new morals clause that was put into Punk's deal when this whole thing was redone? Because if so, this doesn't help that at all. I mean, look, the guy said something to make you mad. That does not mean well, that you... I, 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 use this, I use this example all the time. If someone walks up to you and slaps you in the face and then walks away, and then you pull your gun out and shoot them in the back, who's going to jail? The guy who shot you. Right. Now, well, who was wrong? The guy who fucking listen, started it. But it, uh, it that, that, overreacted. That's a perfect segue into what I have to say here. This is the Alvarez report. There was an incident, obviously, backstage. Uh, when Punk walked through the curtain... Well, when Jack Perry walked to the curtain, he saw CM Punk, and according to several people, said something to the effect of, you know I can beat your ass, right? Then there was the incident. It was very quick, says Alvarez. Pretty much 100% of the witnesses that were there said Punk made the comment and either shoved or pie-faced Jungle Boy, grabbed him in a guillotine, front headlock, and it was immediately broken up. So when I read that, Drew, it, it came off to me that Jack Perry said what he said but didn't put his hands on CM Punk. It was CM Punk that put his hands on Jack Perry. Correct. That's what the report seems. And again, you know, Jesse and you have made this point over and over again, and I get it. I Like I said, how CM Punk should have handled this is completely different than what he did. You don't put hands on a coworker. I'm not absolving him of anything that he did uh, or didn't do, according to the reports. I, again, like I, Jesse said and you said, if, if we were doing a meet and greet and somebody came over and smacked me or called me a bitch or something like that, I would just be like, okay, 
you know what? That's your opinion. You're you're fine for it, whatever. Um, you, but if you want to take this outside when I'm not working, that's up to you. Yeah. But I mean, I am not going to do that at my place of work. Mm. I'm also going to handle this in a completely different situation where I'm going to say, hey, me and you could talk in the parking lot or me and you could talk in a locker room behind closed doors. No fight, no fighting, no nothing. But we need to bury the shit because this shit's getting old. Yeah, I, I think someone putting their hands on you first is a different scenario. If they come and verbally assault you, yes. And like, hey, you know what? We can take this outside later. But in any moment, if someone hits you, you have the right to defend yourself instantly. Now it's an instant fight. Verbally, we'll handle this shit later. Yeah. You know, we're not going to fuck up this pay-per-view. We're not going to fuck up this situation. This this harmony that's going on. But if you hit me, different story. Now, yes, I may hit you back. But like to the example I said earlier, if I slap you, you can't shoot me, okay? If you slap me, I might slap you back. We might fist fight, and we'll get it on like fucking men because you, you hit me fucking first. But there is an overreaction, okay? I think Perry was wrong for what he said and all of the other stuff, but Punk did not handle it correctly with his reaction to what Perry did. It, it, it was an overreaction. He was the guy that shot someone that was walking away that hit him first. Yep. Alvarez reiterated that all this happened very close to Tony Khan. They got close enough to Tony Khan that I believe, he says, monitors were knocked down onto TK. He was right there, and he saw everything. A lot of people were right there, and they saw everything. Alvarez said that Punk was furious, and several people said he threatened to quit the company, and he didn't want to go out for the match with Samoa Joe. I believe, says Alvarez, they went to FTR and the Young Bucks, and they were like, can you guys open the show? And the response was... Well, we're not ready to open the show. Then they went to the six man with Kenny and Hangman and all those guys. And they were like, can you open the show? And they were like, I guess we can if you need us to. So they were getting ready to go out. I was told that Joe was furious. He's at Wembley. There's 80,000 people and he's about to go out. And apparently he talked to Punk into doing the match. So Joe wanted everything to fucking be the way that it is because he knows how big this show is for everybody. He's getting fucking upset that nobody's on the same page here. He had to convince CM Punk to calm down and go out there. If you watch back the intro, Punk visibly had a fucking angry, angry demeanor about him before he came out and got to the ring with Samoa Joe. I I mean, he threatened to quit. Now, a lot of people using that in their thumbnails and their titles. CM Punk's quitting AEW. Drew, he's not quitting AEW. Uh, no, because he'd be in breach just of contract. Just put it in yours. Yeah, he's not in breach yes, of contract. Yes, in quotes, geek. Yeah, he's I'm not. Yeah, he'd be in breach of contract, and he's not walking away from $6 million. No, no. I just I don't see it. I'm sorry. So, there, so there, there was a comment here by Treehouse2323 talking about the reaction. It says, can't tell someone how to respond. Actually, legally, you can. Legally, if someone would, if Perry were to call the cops on Punk, he'd be assaulted for battery. Okay. Yeah. Legally. I I get that. But this is the wrestling business. And like the biggest thing that I think has driven me nuts during this whole situation is that this has happened in the eighties, probably the seventies, eighties, nineties, all the way 2000, 2010s. I'm sure it happens more often than not. Now, you know, it's more uh, amplified and magnified because people talk to people and that's what journal, that's what a journalist job is, is to get the information. And this is news. I get it. Um, but this is a physicality business based business. So this is going to happen. People are going to have tempers. A lot of times this stuff gets settled out in the ring. Somebody potatoes, somebody, and then they get a potato back and all this other stuff. This has gotten to a point where it's just too much drama and the drama is affecting everything this company does. And it's also going to hurt the fans on Sunday. 
Because if they don't get to see CM Punk at the United Center, what a miss. What an yeah. absolute miss. Well, I mean, but but well, but right right or wrong, legally, if Jack Perry would have filed a police report, CM Punk would be brought up on charges. Yeah, it's not a work either, guys. We could cut it with no, that shit. I, I don't know why people are so saying that, So that alone would explain who's in the right and who's in the wrong as it pertains to the physicality that occurred, not the whole incident. You are allowed to say what you want to fucking say. You're literally protected by the Constitution on that. But you can't assault someone because you don't like what they said. You have the right to defend yourself, not to assault someone who doesn't agree with your thoughts. Well, reportedly, Punk also confronted Tony Khan in front of other people in his locker room, and it was said to have been a heated, intense discussion. Punk reportedly told Khan off and then shooed out Tony Khan with harsh phrasing. What the fuck is he yelling at Tony Khan for? If anything, it should be Tony Khan harsh, uh, using harsh phrasing against CM Punk and chewing out CM Punk. The fuck is he yelling at Tony Khan for? Yeah, I, again, I I never heard anything about this, but if it's being that's, that's coming from like, Alvarez. Yeah, if it's Alvarez or Sap, I mean, it's probably uh, it's probably legitimate. I'm sure Punk did say something like, you know, this is the bullshit that I have to work with, et cetera, et cetera. At this point in time, it just seems like um, if if he is he being CM Punk just you know, eviscerating Tony Khan in front of the whole locker room. He did it once on a press conference. Now he's doing it again. I think it's, it's past. If it's, if it's, I'm sorry, Drew. Go ahead. Uh, if, if it's coming from these sources, you know, is it SAP or um, who else was it? Um, it's PW Insider, PW Insider, Alvarez. Yeah. I, I believe, I believe that they got the tip. I believe that someone told them that. No, I don't necessarily believe it, that what they were told was true. But if they reported it, I believe they have a source that did tell them that, yes. All right, well, then we get into the suspensions. And this was yesterday. This was the news yesterday that both Jack Perry and CM Punk were suspended. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp tweeted out that CM Punk has not been informed of a suspension by AEW. Nick Hausman uh, also learned that while no one from AEW has directly talked to him about his suspension, he was informed of his suspension by his lawyer before the report broke that morning. So, you know, Jesse made a beautiful point earlier to me today and said that, well, CM Punk wants to go around and claim that he wasn't notified by AEW, but he was certainly notified by his lawyer who heard it from AEW. So he was, in fact, notified by AEW, but we have to spin it in a way where CM Punk is being mistreated in this entire right. situation. He was informed. Just he was not informed personally by yes. AEW. Yes. So it seems like that's the pity me party in that in that statement. If that's in fact Punk's statement, I wasn't informed by AEW. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. He was not told by T, by TK or anybody else in management that he was personally suspended. But his so lawyers Punk, told him. Punk did yell at Tony Khan before, um, after the comment was made. He yelled at Tony Khan after the the Jack Perry comment. Correct. I mean, what, what has he got to yell at him for? Probably thought it was juvenile, which I would agree with him on. Maybe Tony mean, Khan didn't know he was going to go out there and say that. Maybe that was the first, the first time he heard it. Dude, he probably does, didn't. Does anyone work in the world where you just can't yell at your boss and assault your coworkers? Is, am I, am I living? It's a this? different, but it's a different culture, man. These are, you know, these are 1099s for the most part. These are, I understand they're contracted employees, both men and women, but, um, you know, some guys, some super, look at Austin, look at Sean. Look at Brett. I mean, a lot of these guys You're talking get about away. the 80s, though. Well, the same thing. I, I and I understand that, but I mean, like, I, I I think this is a totally different business. This isn't like me and you 
which I just came from sitting in a, in a corporate meeting and trying to get business done. Um, you know, I don't think there's any yelling going on between, you know, Warner brothers media or discovery and Tony Khan and CM Punk. I, 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 yeah, I, in this situation is tough. It really is. And at this point in time, like I said, I hate to put my tinfoil cap on, but it just seems as if CM Punk wants out of AEW and however he can get out, he's going to take it. I can, it really looks like that, Drew. I'm not going to disagree with you, man. It just seems like he doesn't want to quit. He wants to get let go. Yeah, JD, do you? what do you think? You think CM Punk wants to be a part of AEW anymore? I think he wants to be a part of AEW, and I think he wants to run AEW the way he thinks AEW should run. I, I don't think he respects anybody there, especially Tony Khan. I don't think he respects Tony Khan whatsoever. I think it's a fuck. I think it's a farce. I think it's bullshit. Santos Escobar, he wants to reform AEW in his own vision. Yeah, he wants to change. He wants to change what AEW was doing in the first four years, and he wants to fucking mold it in his own way. I mean, they bent over backwards to give him basically everything, like you guys discussed. And he has no yeah. respect for Tony Khan. He fucking basically crippled the company right in front of Tony Khan, and Tony Khan didn't do anything about it. That's another fucking problem. Tony yeah. Khan, he, he needs to be a fucking boss in regards to this thing. But I'm not going to sit here and blame Tony Khan on top of what we've already blamed him for. I don't know if he knew Jack Perry was going to go out there and do that. At some point, I start to feel bad for Tony Khan because every single time that there's a beautiful thing we should be celebrating within this company... It all goes to shit. Like, instead of talking about MJF and Adam Cole and the tremendous story that they told and how great everything else transpired on that show, we're talking about this, and nothing's been made of MJF, Adam Cole, Will Ospreay, Chris Jericho, the Bucks, and FTR. Nobody's talking about any of that shit. It's not sexy, though, and that's the problem. I know. I put put it out on social media. It's like AEW just had one of their biggest and best pay-per-views, in my opinion. The flow, the matches, everything delivered. And then we still have people complaining about how the women only had one match. Now we have CM Punk. It's like, let's try and find the positives. I was all over TK and AEW for putting MJF and Adam Cole on the open and then having the main event. And it worked. It was good. It came off without a hitch. It was fantastic storytelling. Uh, the match, the main event was very, very good. The whole event was good. And here we are talking about a situation where um, he said, she said, and all this other stuff. Again, um, I just, I don't feel bad for anybody involved anymore because you brought this upon yourself. And CM Punk does not, I repeat, CM Punk does not have anywhere else to go. WWE wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. No. So no, even, I mean, even, even, bro, you, wait a minute, wait, you, you don't think that, that they would bring in Punk? No. Punk knows no. that he's not going to get away with this shit over there. No. Maybe he's just no. doing this because he wants to hurt the fucking company. But what, but at what point, okay, so let's just say that you went out here and you effed everybody and their mother, the Fightfuls, the Observers, the fit, whatever, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, my goal is to work with them. It's not going to, it's not going to work. I mean, no. it's not going to work, dude. It's not, I, that's. I, I, I think at the, at the absolute best case scenario, any way that CM Punk steps uh, foot back in WWE is to enter the Hall of Fame. And that's a strong maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I can't see CM Punk getting a contract from WWE Endeavor uh, as soon as that merger happens. I just don't see it. I don't. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we, we have we have this other story here from Nick Hausman as well. Apparently, CM Punk, uh, after all this happened with Jack Perry, chokehold, the yelling at TK, Punk walked to his dressing room. He got cleaned up. He spoke with AW security. Punk, also, no. By the way, I find it hard to believe that CM Punk choked somebody out. Did you see his UFC career? Oh man, huh? I mean, come Just on. Man. We gotta go. We gotta go below the belt there. Just saying. Hey, at least go, he had the balls to get in there. 
Go ahead. Listen, Punk, knowing the situation was not good, asked security if it would be better if uh, he left the building for everyone involved and was told that nobody was asking him to leave at all, but it might make things easier if he did. Punk agreed, so he showed some decorum there. He left the building on his own accord. He walked to his hotel and ordered Nando's for some of the talent with whom he met up with after the show. So that was the situation there. The show had no problems after the... Samoa Joe and CM Punk match. It went off beautifully. I thought it was probably the best AEW show from top to bottom that they've put on. Uh, with me being there with Jesse, 81,000, it's tough to feel any other way. We just felt the energy of the show. And then it comes to, uh, to the reports, Drew and Jesse, that they got suspended and now they will not be in Chicago for All Out. They will not, not be. Confirmed. That is not it's confirmed. not confirmed yet. It's not confirmed yet until right. we hear something from Tony Khan. We may see something from TK. Uh, tonight, we may hear something from TK on the uh, all-out media call tomorrow afternoon. We don't know. Um, I fully it, expect Jack Perry to not be on Dynamite, uh, CM Punk not to be on Dynamite. Yes. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jack Perry is suspended forever long. Um, if the CM Punk suspension is coming, he needs to drop that real-world championship ASAP. Uh, well, I mean, that, holds, that opens up a whole different discussion as to who he drops it to. Uh, does it happen at All Out? If he doesn't make All Out, how embarrassing is this for the company and how fucking angry the fans going to be that paid money to go see CM Punk in Chicago? Well, Jesse, I'll let you start here because you're from Chicago. Uh, it's hard to speak for, you know, that many people because as you saw at All In, the crowd was uh, very divisive. Depending on what section of the uh, stadium you were in, you may have heard more Punk chants or Joe chants. Um, but for me, I'm not speaking as a Chicagoan. I'm speaking as a guy that was sitting outside of the United Center, you know, uh, wearing, you know, buying my punk merchandise, waiting for him to return, eating my ice cream bar, keeping my rapper so happy that the guy that left is finally back. And he came back to the company that we all love so much and started doing the things that he's doing. Um, for me, I don't want to see him come back. It's not about where you're from. It's about what you're fucking doing to the pro wrestling business that we all enjoy. You don't enjoy this drama, man. Man, I know, personal. I know, I know day ones that have been watching me and Jesse do our thing on Wednesday night, and they told me via DMs and on my Twitter wall that they, they are basically on their last leg with the company because of this situation. Yes. I mean, well, is, I, is it that difficult to say that and hear that, Drew? I mean, do, do you blame people? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't blame people because at the end of the day, like professional wrestling, sports entertainment is escape from reality. Whether you have drama, problems, divorce, um, you know, uh, family issues, whatever, it's an escape from reality. Uh, it's a time to unplug for two hours or three hours and just be entertained. And when you have drama overshadowing it, it becomes something where it's like, I don't even want to watch this. Shit. Like people separate themselves from other human beings who are full of drama, let alone an entire company or situation. Not again, this is easily fixed. And um, I think it's a huge, huge loss for AW not to have CM Punk in Chicago Um and it's just unfortunate. And hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, I think the suspension, if it's going to happen, should happen after the Chicago loop and CM Punk should do business the way he is told to do business. Now, I, if he I doesn't a, like it. Tough shit. I have a question for both of you. Who's actually going to bring down the suspension? Who wants the suspension to happen for both of these guys? Is it Tony Khan? Because I don't really see Tony Khan making these types of decisions without being told to make these these types of decisions. Or is it Warner Media? Well, did Warner Media get a hold of this and say, listen, I can't have this shit anymore? I will say this Warner uh, WBD is aware of the uh, situations that have been happening with CM Punk. Okay. Jesse, it, I, I, I don't I don't think anyone wants 
a, a suspension, you know. But at the end of the day, and, and first off, if anyone outside of TK is levying suspensions to his talent, there's a fucking problem. He pays them. Yeah. The man who pays them levies suspensions because it involves his money at the end of the day, whether he pays them or not pays them. But it's not about wanting to suspend them. It's about trying to get some order and do what's right. If you act out of line like this, this is a, this is a, this is a, you know, something for the rest of the locker room to see. When you fuck up like this, you will be suspended. All right. There's going to be punishments. There's going to be fines. There's going to be consequences. Okay. You can't just go around and do what you want and not expect to get in trouble. So I think the suspension is necessary. Aren't we past that, Jesse? I mean, how many, mean? how many, how many strikes is this guy going to get? How many times is this going to happen before we slam the door on this? I mean, CM Punk basically completely destroyed the company on a press conference. I understand it was the best thing for business to bring him back. He being CM Punk. Now we have another situation and yeah. then another situation. So, yeah. I mean, at one well, point, do we think the inmates are running the asylum? Well, it, well, this first off, if if this, this could be a suspension pending said investigation, which means there could be termination at the end of it. Now, is that likely? No. Now, what what you what know, exactly no. are they investigating? Right, Tony Khan was right there. Tony Khan yeah. was sitting right there. <laughs> what the fuck are they investigating? Like he saw so everything what, what happen. <laughs> This yeah, is what I, I said mean, on Twitter yesterday. I mean, investigation means, hey, we'll let this blow over and sweep it under the rug when we can so everybody forgets about it. Well, yeah, here's okay, so investigation can mean so many different things. It could involve, like you said, uh, Jack Perry told someone he was going to do this. Yes. Well, that, that, well, that's a part of the investigation. Yes. But now we're going to interview people who were told things by yeah, Punk. That's pre motive. That's pre motive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fact yeah, that Jack Perry didn't put a hand on CM Punk, but CM Punk put a hand on Jack Perry. All uh, he, that stuff will be taken yeah. into account and put in one big yeah. bubble and then. Evaluated. You guys love AEW. I'm going to say this. You guys, JD and Jesse and myself, I was watching the first show. I was very excited. Um, I attended the press conference in Jacksonville when they launched. I was I was excited for an alternative, right? And you guys have supported AEW through thick and thin. And the reason you love this company is because it's a wrestling fans company. This is a, yeah. a, a and that is what TK is at his core. Tony fan. Khan is a wrestling fan at his core. And what he is trying to do is shoulder all of this shit so that he could put on the best wrestling show and the best wrestling promotion he can. And he believes that you all want CM Punk and we all want CM Punk on the roster because at the end of the day, he's one of the biggest draws in the history of the business. That is not ever going back to WWE, it seems. And it seems like Tony Khan wants to deliver for you guys and myself consistently. And he believes that CM Punk is a part of that. That is why this is all happening. And I feel for Tony because he's just trying to do the best thing. For I, I, I agree. At some point, you got to start to feel for him. Everything that happens, that's great. I mean, it's just overshadowed by all this bullshit. And Drew, you and I talked about this a few weeks back on TNT. You know, the leaks, all these leaks, all these stories. We don't hear this shit coming out of WWE. They got a fucking tight seal lid on this shit being leaked to the to the wrestling media. It seems like... The wrestling media and AEW, I mean, there's just so much shit flying in every which direction. What what does Tony Khan and AEW have to do to fucking seal this shit up so it prevents all this news from getting out as as damaging as it is? Both we didn't have all this drama before. We didn't we didn't have drama like this before Punk. I'm just being honest here. Um, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Brody Lee passed away. He was very ill, and the company knew about it. Yeah, who heard about it? Who Nobody. Heard about it? Nobody. They can keep secrets. They, we did not have drama like this unfolding before Punk. I'm just being real here. And then when this came out, 
It's not to say that punk is is leaking things. It's not to say, but the problem is there is just not enough chemistry for punk and the talent that works at AEW. They're not vibing, bro. They're not getting along. But at the end of the day, they're not meshing. Let's just part ways amicably and stop this before AEW crumbles under punk, man. I think it's hard when you've put a television show on Saturday nights to appease somebody that the network wanted um, and they're looking to turn a profit off that. And you've also spent a heavy dose of marketing dollars and investing in said talent to just be like, hey, I think it's time to part ways. Again, this is extremely tough for somebody in Tony Khan's position to just be like, hey, take your $12 million and go home. Um, But I could tell you this right now, you know, there are leaks big leaks in WWE and there are big leaks in AEW. Obviously we're seeing that it's just a matter of when they get leaked. Well, what is leaked? What is leaked? Yeah. I it's, it's, it's very easy for the three of us to come on here and say, Hey, get rid of the guy. Realistically, we don't have a 12 to $15 million investment in the man and a show that is surrounding him and his drawing ability and some others on Saturday nights. And you're heading into sweeps now. Yeah. In television. Not a good, it's not a good look. I wish it was, uh, uh, listen, I mean, I'm not going to say fucking release the guy. Uh, it, it would be, it, it, I, we all wish we had the, the, the answers, the easy ones. I put Jack Perry and, uh, and CM Punk on the show for Sunday at All Out. Problem solved. Go, go handle your shit in the ring. Tony Khan should want to do that. Like, they should listen to Tony Khan. This is why I feel bad for TK. He should be the one to get what he wants. I don't feel like he's taking the initiative to, Go out there and and be a leader. Like I, 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 hate, you, I hate to compare Vince McMahon, but Vince McMahon would have put these two guys in the fucking ring. Go out there and do the fucking shit that I ask you to do. I tell Simple. you, bro. How does that not set a bad precedence? What happens when Ryan Nimitz or or you know Sir Pentico decides they're not on the fucking card? So I'm gonna go start a fight with CM Punk so I can get booked in a match with him on Dynamite. Well, I mean, Jack Perry. I mean, Sir Pentico's not Jack Perry, bro. It all yeah, look consistency. Consistency <laughs> is more important. Consistency is more important than being fair. You have to be consistent. If you deem this to be fair, whatever your fair is, be consistent across the board. We're not going to say we're going to stroke this guy, but this guy can fuck off because he's not as big as this guy. All right. Well, how long? How long do you sp- suspend them for? Clearly, fines are coming. How, how long do you suspend them for? Thirty that's days, on, sixty days. That's on. That's. Consistency. You think Warner Brothers Drew is gonna want be gonna want to be without CM Punk for thirty days, sixty days on a fucking show that they just started two months ago? No, they don't want to. No. <laughs> How long is he gonna be suspended for? Jack Perry no. may get the brunt of this. He may be I off mean, TV for thirty days, but Punk, I can't see him being off TV t- for two weeks. Brock Lesnar threw the WWE Championship at Vince McMahon after WrestleMania. Threw it at. He suspended. How many? How many days did he get suspended? Zero. I don't think he was. Because he's was Brock he, fucking Lesnar. Yes, but was he was he due for a suspension or was he due for a hiatus? Anyway? But but again, Drew, I mean, if that if that happens, man, and he doesn't get suspended, how many people are going to want out when their contracts are up? Like I can't take this shit no more. Like this guy's immune. This guy's invincible. Nothing's going to come down thing. on him when he makes a mistake. But if that was me, one of the younger talents, one of the mid card guys, if that if I did that, I'm fucking fine, suspended, and I may be terminated. How many of these incidents come up before? Yeah, when new contracts come up for other talent, they say. I'm tired of this. At the end of the day, it's gonna you're gonna have just Punk and his friends. I mean, it just get some control. Something needs to be done. There needs to be consequences. What is it? How long? I don't know. Does Warner Media love Punk regardless what he does? Are they supporting TK as it become as as it pertains to CM Punk and his discipline? 
that's stuff we actually don't know. If they're aware of it, what side they stand on it, we don't know that part. So we don't know. Maybe they're in the, in, in the camp of, this guy just can't do whatever the fuck he wants, man. I understand we want him. Or it might be in the, in the camp of, let him keep doing it. We don't care. We just want punk on television, bro. That's your problem. That's more of a, that, that's, that's way too damaging, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. We don't know which side they stand on. We don't know. You need to, you obviously need to make a decision. Suspensions, obviously, for both men. Um, but I think it's in AEW's best interest to have him on Saturday and have him, him being CM Punk on Sunday. Yeah. So we wait to announce suspensions. I Truthfully, I don't think we are getting anything tomorrow during that media call where Tony Khan is going to say, yeah, both men have been suspended without pay and it's going to be for 30 days. He's going to continuously hit the, it is still pending investigation. And he's smart to do so because if he can get through this weekend, we could talk about maybe a 14-day suspension where Punk only misses one collision. Yeah. Now, uh, I know I've seen some people in the chat, and, and Drew told me uh, last night in regards to the Miro situation. Uh, Drew, you want to touch on the Miro situation because people wanted to know if we were going to talk about that or not. I was told from you that it was all misinformation. It is. It's, it, the, the, the conversation happened, and I believe Sean Ross Sapp actually put a video out about it. Um, but from what I was told, the situation that happened with Miro and CM Punk was uh, very joking and amicable, and uh, it was nothing to the point of where they were even considering um, actually coming to blows. It was more of like, uh, hey, man, you okay? Yeah, unless you want to fight me too type of thing. And uh, I think Miro said something like, you want to go to the ring? Like, let's make money. So I, it was, yeah. Well, Miro, Miro's on Saturday night. He's on collision, so uh, right. that's one of his boys there. Yeah, not, and he's not going to ban him from the show. No, and I think Miro's out feeding everybody on the internet, too, from of what course. I've been seeing. The taxis he gets the taxi cab, yeah. He's like, what a ride, man. I got a taxi in the UK. Look at that. Uh, again, I, I think AEW's biggest show to date, and we're talking about a, a backstage incident. It shouldn't be. And, and, and look, I bet you this wasn't the only issue of, you know, I didn't agree with that. I didn't, you know, we should have done this, or we disagreed with that. It's just that this one blew up to the way it did because it got physical. Now, why did it get physical? Well, because CM Punk put his hands on someone, and that's why we're talking about it. Well, regardless of the situation, it's a bad look for AEW. Uh, I, I don't know how the rest of the chat feels about CM Punk. Are you done with CM Punk? Do you want to see him continue with AEW? I, I don't know. It's all over that, the place. That's a good question, JD you know? and Jesse. Like, let's think about this for a second. Myself included, everybody and their mother wanted CM Punk on AEW television and pay-per-views. We got them. Then we got All Out and what happened there, which was a disaster. Then we all wanted him back. Maybe not Jesse. I don't remember if you did or didn't. Nope. But we got him back because he is a big, he, Punk is a big draw and everything else like that. Have we all soured on CM Punk and do we want to see him on our televisions anymore? Because the wrestling fan base is extremely loyal and extremely passionate. And it yeah. seems as if this fan base has had it. I, I don't I don't know, man. I, on one hand, I want to see him with AEW. On, on the other hand, I just wish that he'd be fucking mature about everything. And, and you know, it's getting to a point where, you know, I, I have said in the past that AEW needs CM Punk. I don't think CM Punk needs AEW. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to the Chicago show. I'm not going to All Out and blah, blah, blah. I was expecting CM Punk to be there. But at the end of the day, are, are you going for just CM Punk because you're a fan of CM Punk and not a fan of AEW? Or are you going to see a great roster that's built around CM Punk to support AEW because you love what the company means to you? Like, I, I don't understand why everybody's... 
oh my God, I can't go do this or I can't watch this because CM Punk is not there. But you got MJF, you got Adam Cole, you got FTR, you got a Swerve, you got the House of Black, Andrade, and all these other guys. Like, I mean, it's kind of fucked up. It really is. Let's, let's, yeah, I, I put out a tweet a little bit ago and it seemed to be flying off the radar right now. It, it says, you know, the, the, peop, the, the people who want to defend Punk, you know, for every issue, it says it's Melter's fault, not Punk's. It's Sap's fault, not Punk's. It's Hangman's fault, not Punk's. It's the Elite's fault, not Punk's. It's Jack Perry's fault, not Punk's. So what if they're all in collusion and ganging up on them? No. All I'm giving them the benefit. I hear you, Drew. I hear you, bro. But I'm giving that person the benefit of the doubt. Let's say that's what's happening. All Punk has to do is the right thing, and the thing that they are planning won't work. It won't work. If he ignores it, if Perry wants to listen, great. If he doesn't, walk away. If he doesn't assault him, if if Punk reacts the way he should react, especially as a locker room leader, none of this stuff will work. Yeah, I keep haters in the waiting room, and I keep them waiting, and they'll wait forever. And that's yeah. what I would do with all these guys, too. If they don't like me, screw them. I'm going to go out and make my money. I'm going to ignore them. And that's it. But I will say, you know, if you, you know, physically, you know, attack me or something like that, or I feel that, you know, me and you need to have words, we'll have words. I'm a no bullshit type of guy. And I think CM Punk comes from that era. And that locker room is full of young talent besides, you know, the couple of 10 to 12 people who are over the age of 35 to 40. And maybe the young talent just doesn't like what CM Punk stands for. Maybe, you know, man, Danielson keeps his mouth shut. It seems like Sting just shows up and collects a check and does what he's asked to do. Right. So maybe there's just, you know, maybe CM Punk wants to be, I've heard him say it, Terry Funk, and they don't want him to be anything more than just CM Punk. Just go out and do your thing and shut up and go home. That's what yeah, I think dude. the talent wants. You know, it, I mean, it, it kind of, it kind of reminds me of a situation like with the, with the Chicago police department, the Chicago police department is always on the fucking news for, doing things that most people believe shouldn't be done. Not trying to get into that part of it. But my mother-in-law, all right, is a retired Chicago police officer. I mean, for I don't know how many years, fucking 25, 30 fucking years. And she says she's never even had to draw her weapon, all right? And she's worked in the absolute worst neighborhoods of Chicago. Now, I would ask her, like, how the hell did you get away with, you know, doing it like that? She goes, she says, Jesse... I go to work, I do my job, I punch in, I do what's asked of me, and I go home. You know, I've had it, I had like confrontations, you know, physical confrontations, like trying to handcuff this and that. But pulling people over and 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 you know, profiling them and all this other stuff you see in the TV shows, like you know, Chicago Blue, all this other stuff. I don't get I don't get involved in all of that. I don't get involved in all of this cover my back, I'll cover yours. My, my mother-in-law says no. I'm going to write the report the way it came to me and don't involve me in your collusions. I don't want, I'm just, I'm here to do my job and get paid and go home to my family. Now that's the mentality she took at her job. Clearly there are other cops who took away of, no, this is my neighborhood and my district and I'm not going to let these gangbangers overrun it. And I want to make sure that that's your mentality. Mine is I want to do my job and go home. And that's how she worked as a police officer for all these years, never even needing to draw her weapon. And the same thing for punk, go to work, wrestle, Go home. That's it. Yeah, it's it's quickly becoming uh, a situation where Punk uh, is showing his true colors. I don't think he genuinely cares about AEW and what it really stands for and how important it is to the fan base. See, that's what I I, just, I, I'm starting to I'm starting to believe that, Drew. I don't know. 
I would disagree that I think Punk was enamored with joining AEW and the thought of what this could be, and then he ran into the situation, um, and and he is you know um, unraveling. I will say that he being CM Punk, but I will say this: I don't know if you guys touched on this at all. Tony Khan made some interesting comments about if he was incapacitated, who he want to run the company, yep. and that was Brian Danielson. Yep. So for all for for all the you know CM Punk has brought for AEW, it seems like you know Tony Khan would rather and you know, entrusts Brian Danielson to run his company if he was, uh, God forbid, incapacitated. I think that speaks volumes. Um, you know, JD, do you think that CM Punk should shut up and just go to work and go home? Yeah, I do. I mean, there's nothing for that, like you alluded to earlier, there's nothing for that man to complain about. What is he making? Five, six million dollars a year? Merchandise flying off the shelves. He's got a great life with his wife and his dog. He's got a roof over his head. He's put money on the table more so than any other point in his career. He's got his own show. He's the number one guy upon entry on his first day in, in the company. He, he's the guy that drew the most pay-per-view buys in company history. I mean, what else does he need? What does he need? Do you you think that CM Punk is, uh, this question goes to the both of you. You think that CM Punk and this is all happening because he feels like he is an afterthought because MJF and Adam Cole were the, thought the program on this show and they have been that for the past you know two months two three months does cm punk feel like he's an afterthought compared to those guys does he feel like he's second fiddle they why would that matter to him yeah well i don't don't know about unless he's got a massive fucking ego world championship i mean wait i don't don't think that's it because he this is the same kind of drama he started when he was the focal point of the company well Here's the thing with that. There's a lot of things that a lot of people aren't taking into the equation. Punk knew he was injured, he was screwed, and he knew that he was going to have to drop that championship. Probably either vacate it or he's going to have to go out and have a quick match and lose it because he was seriously hurt when he won at double or nothing. Or was it all out? It was all out. He was going to drop that championship. Now, he is a complete afterthought on AEW, even on collision at times, and he introduces a real-world championship because MJF is completely an Adam Cole, completely overshadowing anything he's doing. Yeah, but he, he 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 shouldn't he shouldn't look at it that way. Number one, and I and I don't think he would be an afterthought, Drew. I mean, he came in with the whole point of putting guys like Darby and, and MJF and Will Hobbs and Ricky Starks over. He's slowly ruining his legacy where nobody wants to work with him. Nobody wants him there instead of helping the younger talent. And at the end of this journey, being the guy that molded these guys to be the future of AEW or wherever else they go, he's ruining all of that. So uh, even if he was on the back end of MJF and Adam Cole, he's not going to be an afterthought if he did the right fucking thing and helped the company help these guys get over to where they need to be. And he's on his own show. How the fuck can he be on an afterthought? MJF and Adam Cole aren't on Saturday night. But He's never going to be an afterthought. The only thing that he's done since returning is put over Ricky Starks in the Owen Hart you know, tournament, which yes, is great. Somewhere they got lost in translation. That started off the right. way he did when he came in he's, two yes, years ago. And, been, and, and that's gone away. Yes. But I mean, what is he? He's I, the Samoa Joe match was great, but I mean, we're talking about he's coming in to put over younger. Yeah, but he's talent working with, he's working with somebody that he's known for fucking half of his life. I get like, it. I mean, it's, it's safe, but I mean, at some point in time, like, I think it's time to do something with punk. That's, uh, that's meaningful, whether he likes it or not. He he's, he's definitely, not the top guy in the company anymore, at least from a creative standpoint. No. You know, he's, I mean, the top guy from a financial standpoint, and it seems to me that that's probably going to change at some point. But, I mean, it, it. I don't know if it's his ego. 
I don't know if it's just his attitude. It is like, his but, ego, but, but, Jesse. But, it's all, it all comes back to his ego. His ego has destroyed his but, entire presentation and his and his his aura. Punk put over Ricky Starks, and Ricky Starks wasn't even on this card. What are you talking well, no, about? No, no, no. If, if he, because he has to do something, Drew, and that would give him something to hang his hat on. Well, I did this from start. He can't do nothing and I, then try to argue himself. He, he worked with Starks. I mean, even before Brawl out, he. What is he going to be remembered? What is he going to be remembered for when his career is over? This. His yes. return at the United States. I don't think so. I think well, everything that he's done now has fucking over, oh, yeah, superseded yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I'm just saying his AEW run for me is in a microcosm. He returned on Rampage. It was fantastic. And then after that, everything else is dry. He wants to be known for the guy that sent AEW into its darkest period ever over a course of 12 months instead of being the guy that helped mold all these young, beautiful fucking talents to where they need to be. I mean, I, I don't know how he would want to live with that himself. It's just so fucking stupid. I said this to you on our show. I said that All In was going to be the relaunching pad for AEW because they were kind of floundering a little bit besides MJF and Cole. Everything was kind of mismoshed and everything else like that. And they had it. And then all of a sudden this garbage happens and it's like, can't get out, can't get out of our own way with this guy. It, 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 he was in such a position on his original return that he didn't have to do anything. The average pro wrestler, and most, I would guess a number, 90, 95% of pro wrestlers have to do something to get themselves over to the public. You know, they have to, it's their job. They have to get over. CM Punk was in such high demand with the, with the, with the hardcore wrestling fan base, the fan base that's commonly associated with AEW. He didn't have to do anything. All he had to do was show up and wrestle a few times. Like Brian Danielson, okay? He shows up in AEW. He does not have the heavy workload as far as wrestling matches. Um, he does not have the 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 travel schedule, like say, like um some of the other younger talent. But when he's on, he's on. And when he's called upon to be in the main event, he does just that and knocks it out of the park and he just kind of fades away and let the talent do what they do. If you ask me, Brian Danielson was just as huge as an acquisition. Um, in ring in ring wise as CM Punk. And if Punk would have did what Brian did, which was basically go out there and kill it, which is storylines in your matches, and kick back and don't worry about what this person is saying, that person is saying. That shit will all fall in the fucking place because you're seeing fucking punk. The world wants you back and they got you back. Go kill it. They're you two completely different they're two completely different talents in yeah. this retrospect. Yeah. Brian Danielson is head and shoulders above CM Punk in the ring. There's no doubt about that. And he's head and shoulders probably above CM Punk in terms of a mind and in terms of creativity and in terms of locker room presence and leader and everything else like that. But CM Punk is a minute by minute fiscal bigger draw than Brian Danielson will right. ever be. Right. I can agree with that for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, all of this was avoidable. It was just, it was, it's just fucking, I think Solomon should put it best. It's all elite elementary. It's exactly what it is. And Tony Khan, at the end of the day, I feel bad for him. I know we, we, we've cracked on him for him, you know, being soft and he needs to be more of a leader. But, you know, at the end of the day, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for Punk. I feel bad for Jack Perry. All of this shit, as a fan perspective looking on, could have just not been, Something that happened that could have been all avoided. And, you know, as a, right, as a fan, I'm sad. I'm sad about it, honestly. Let's let's ask this. You both are in TK's chair. We'll start with, with JD. How do you handle this? What do you do? I suspend Jack Perry. 
And I suspend CM Punk. Like Jesse said, there needs to be consistency across the board. You know, CM Punk, he 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 should have been on a short leash to be a short leash to begin with. Jack Perry obviously went out there and said something that was not approved by anybody in, in management that had any hearsay to anything. He should be suspended. Punk should be suspended. But I do think, and we see this in baseball all the time, where where you know things are pending an investigation, and then then they'll levy a suspension, whether it's for drugs or or some on field incident. You know, the the guys will appeal, and then the suspension will come at a later date. I do think that, like Drew said, we need to wait till after all out, and then the suspensions should be brought down on everybody. I do think that they need to be suspended. I do. There needs to be a a, a lesson learned here, and I think it needs to come off to the roster as like, all right, this guy can't get away with this shit anymore. He's going to be punished for what he did, and so is Jack Perry, and that's the way I, that's that's what I would do. Jesse? Yeah, so that's a really good question, Drew. Um, I think there's a few, a couple other things to consider in regards to Punk, and that's his salary and probably what he has threatened TK with pri- previously at Brawl Out as it pertains to said salary. Um, we heard reports of a buyout. We heard reports of, you know, Punk hiring a legal team. We heard punk uh, reports of um, new language being written as far as NDAs and things like that. Um, so if I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, for the sake of this conversation and this question, I'm going to negate the money part of CM Punk's contract for right now. And now if I'm just acting purely on what I have gotten from Jack Perry and from CM Punk in total, since I've hired them, Jack Perry will be put on suspension. And not only, not only that, uh, a form of a probation when he returns as it pertains to not listening to management yes. and, and, and things of that nature. For me personally, not looking at the contract situation, because this could change what I'm about to say, but with combination of what's happened at Brawl, at Brawl Out and Brawl In, I'm going to let go of CM Punk. Yes. Yeah. Um, I Listen, I mean, you you and a, a bunch of other people share that same statement or sentiment to get rid of uh, one CM Punk, Phil Brooks. How I would do this is I'd give their uh, pay-per-view checks that were coming for this event, gone. You both lose it. That's it. No time suspension, no nothing. CM Punk is told privately that if this type of crap continues, it will not be tolerated, and your next issue is your last. And I Punk was given that warning already. Well, um, I don't think that Punk was, you know, uh, given the situation where if somebody comes out on on national television or pay-per-view and does this and that, you poke the bear, you're going to get, you know, you're going to find out. So for me, again, I suspend both of them. They don't get their pay-per-view check. And uh, hopefully that, you know, that hurts their pockets because for Punk, one of the major matches, I know Perry was on the zero hour, but again, one of the major matches, uh, quote unquote. So yeah. whether it's a $50,000 check for Jack Perry and a $200,000 check that CM Punk loses, significant. Well, how do we, how do we stop all this from happening? I mean, we have to cover all of our bases here, guys. Yeah, I, I mean, with, 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 with the way WWE runs things, you know, AW's looked at as the alternative. There's no scripts. There's bullet points. You know, a lot of people want to claim that the Wild Wild West is backstage and, and got, the inmates are running the asylum. There's a little bit more freedom in AEW. Does Tony Khan, Drew, and I'll, I'll, I'll levy this question to you guys both, mm-hmm. does Tony Khan need to have a tighter grip on what happens in that locker room and from that locker room to TV, does he need to see exactly what is going to happen? And I don't want to say micromanage because I fucking hate when shit's micromanage. It just comes off terrible. 
does he need to get into a position where things now need to be micromanaged to prevent shit like this from happening again? No. And here's what I would do. Wednesday, right? Now arena. Everybody and their mother. I'm calling all employee meeting. I get everybody out in the arena. I sit in the middle of the ring or stand in the middle of the ring. And I explain to everybody that we started something four years ago that was going to change the wrestling business. And we've done so. We just had 81,000 people live in attendance paid at Wembley Stadium in London. Never been done before. Pay-per-view buy rate through the roof. I want to thank everybody for that. The backstage stuff, the incidents that continue to happen will not be tolerated in this company. I don't care if you're our world champion or you're our FTW champion or you're our ROH tag team champions. I don't care who you are. Nobody is above the three letters that represent this company. And if you guys can't get it together or girls can't get it together, I will suspend, terminate whatever I have to do to make sure that the vision that we started off with four years ago is seen through. If you don't like it, there's the door. Get the fuck out. How many times have we had this discussion, Drew? How many times? I mean, it's the, everybody feels the same way. Jesse feels the same exact way, but do you see him doing that? I, yes. In a perfect world, I'd love to see him actually fucking with some bass in his voice say that. I don't think it's going to happen. It's time for yeah. him to not be their best friend. Jesse. Um, okay, go back to the original question. <laughs> uh, does uh, AEW need to micromanage things to prevent this thing from happening again? Okay, uh, okay, no, uh, but... I'm going to go back a little bit further because what Drew said about um, them getting um, their final warnings and things like that, um, for me, Brawl Out was Phil's final warning. You can't keep producing incidents like this and then keep getting more final warning. Why does Jack, why is Jack Perry getting a final warning when this is Phil's second physical conversation, uh, confrontation at a it, pay-per-view? It doesn't matter. It's the straw that broke the camel's back. It's, you know that as a dad, right? It's consistency though, uh, in terms of, um, escalating punishment up to a termination, you know, um, Perry is being in that regard, Perry will be being punished for what Phil did because back at brawl out because now they're fed up with it as a company. But for Perry individually, this is his first incident. This is Punk's second. So if we're being fair across the board, yes, Perry is definitely entitled to his, his sanction and his punishment and his fines, all of that stuff. But this is Phil's second time. How many one more opportunities are we getting? I'm trying to prevent this from happening again in the future. That's my number one concern. What's done is done. I'm, I'm trying to stop this from happening again. And Punk is already in the center of this twice. I have three or four of my top talents that don't want to work with him, all right? The, the locker room is clearly getting fed up with what's going on. You are no longer the big baby face megastar I wanted because of your actions, and now my fan base is totally split on you. Creatively, I can fix that, though, so never mind. But you can't keep doing this, and you've now done it twice, all right? So now the next person, there's always another incident that you can say, well, now we're going to suspend and do this, but then the, the person opposite Punk is going to say, well, this is my first time getting into this. This is Punk's second or third or fourth. Why is he still here? I would say I don't give a shit at this point, guys. Like, we're starting to overshadow our successes, and I don't care if it was your first, second, third. I'm tired of it. Um, you know, there's a Thunder Rosa thing. There was a Britt Baker thing. There's a MJF thing. There's a CM Punk thing. I'm tired of the things. The thing that we should be talking about is all elite wrestling not an individual talent having an issue with another individual talent i'm done right. with it if you don't like it go 
I agree. That's exactly what needs to happen. I just hope that the yeah. steps will be taken to get Tony Khan to say what he needs to say. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, guys, that's all we got. You, you, you guys want to add anything uh, before I hit the super chats? I know Drew, you got uh, a work day to uh, continue on with. I'm assuming, right? So, yes. uh, if you yeah. got uh, if you got anything final you want to say, you can get out of here. And I appreciate very much appreciate your time here. Uh, uh, and Jesse, go ahead. I'll stick around for the super chats. I'll let Jesse go first for his final comments. So at at the um, at the end of the brawl out situation, and then after the smoke cleared and everything else, and you know, and I was asked. What would I like to happen to Punk? You know, I was not happy about the situation, had, had how it unfolded. And if I was like a lifetime CM Punk hater and I'm one of the viewers watching me, I would also be like, well, you never liked him anyway, so who gives a shit? I was a Punk stan, all right? But I, and this applies to everything in my life, I don't blindly follow anyone. Blindly follow anyone. If I love what you do because of what you do, then I love it. The second you start shifting and doing something that I entirely don't agree with, all of that, that's that's just out the window, man. I mean, we have to we have to hold ourselves to a standard at all times. So, in pertains as it pertains to CM Punk, people asked if I wanted him back. The answer was, if we're getting the same Punk that just left Brawl out, the answer is no. Now, if Punk can come back, chalk this up as a mistake, get his stuff in order and just work with the talent and not get into another altercation or situation like this. I want that punk back because we can, we can fix and work on your reputation as far as what happened with brawl out. But now we're at the second incident and it appears to me, you know, you know, fool me once shame on me, do it again. Shame on fucking you, man. This is not going to get me better going forward. We're just going to get this incident again, a third time guaranteed if Punk is not let go. So my stance is he showed us his true colors at Brawl Out. He showed us that he's not going to fix this going forward. When I say Punk's involvement, I'm talking about his reaction to people making him angry. That's all I'm talking about. I am not talking about who is right or who is fucking wrong in any situation. Who should have said what? Who is talking what in promos? Who reports shit to Meltzer? None of that shit. You just can't do whatever you feel like doing to people because they make you angry that's just not the world we live in. You don't get to punch your way through life, bro. So for me, I would just let him go because clearly he's not going to change for anyone. There you go. True. Yeah, I, again, um, I think what's happened with CM Punk is unfortunate. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you can uh, fix the situation in terms of crowd reactions and the fans. Um, I think there are some fans, like Jesse said, who are going to blindly support him and be extremely loyal as they always have been. That's their guy. There's this, there's that, but it seems like it's very much divided. A lot of people are done with him um, and don't care to see him on their television anymore, which is a shame. Yep. And uh, those people have reached out to me in the last 48 hours to say that same exact thing, which is uh, it, it's sad that it's resulted in that, but you know, and we'll see what happens. Like, if we don't get MJF and Punk, what a waste. What a waste. Uh, I mean, it could, it could have been one of the best storylines of the modern era, and they, they're just fucking throwing it away, honestly. Anyway, guys, uh, we appreciate you joining us on this early Wednesday afternoon to talk about this situation. Jesse and I will not be talking about this tonight. We'll be focusing on the rest of what is important, and that is the rest of the roster, Dynamite, All Out. Drew and I will not be talking about this tomorrow night when we 
make up uh, a rain up uh, a rain uh, rain out on Tuesday. We didn't have uh, one on Tuesday TNT. So uh, Drew and I will be live on Thursday night. I will let you guys know on social media. We will not be talking about this unless there unless there is new information to discuss. So join us tomorrow night, eight thirty Thursday TNT episode number eleven. And I want to thank these two guys for joining me on this discussion here. We're going to get into the Super Chats, but follow Jesse at Chi-Town Smart on Twitter. And uh, Jesse, I'm looking at this thread right now, which you got involved in here. I mean, some of the fucking replies in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know yeah. what happened? I mean, one, guy, the... one guy was like, wasn't, didn't Jack Perry throw the first punch? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He didn't throw a punch at all from the reports that were out. Well, How he, about he, all the positive he, tweets that we he, saw that the three of us are doing a show together? Let's focus on that. I, 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 I'm, I, just, I'm, I, just, I'm just reading my timeline. I hear you. And, I, and, and that, that same person posted a, a post from Wrestling Purist. According to one side of the story. This is two days ago, by the way. Nothing, nothing of current nature. Two days ago, according to one side of the story, it's claimed that Jack Perry approached Punk backstage and stepped in his face and bumped Punk. Punk was said to have then pushed Perry. Perry allegedly came at Punk and got choked. That was a two days ago. Drew, Drew, sh- Drew shaking his head. And from everything that was reported, it seems like uh, Perry came through the curtain and Punk asked if yeah. uh, he had something yeah, to that's... say or had a problem with him or whatever. Yeah, that's more of the story, I believe, there. But uh, Right. Yeah, I, I mean, there's so many versions of the story, you don't know what to believe, and that's, what, uh, that's what's getting everybody riled up. Uh, but follow Jesse on social. Mm-hmm. Follow Drew uh, at Andrew Baydala on Twitter if you guys care to. Hit that subscribe button here. Hit that like button, that thumbs up button here. And we're going to get into these super chats. Uh, Tyler with a 199. It's my 22nd birthday today. Happy birthday, Tyler. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Dylan Cummings with a 999. Hey, J.D., I showed up to the studio in London. I was so embarrassed. I didn't explain myself. I thought the post show would feature a live studio audience. That's why I showed up. Thanks for the picture. Dylan, absolutely no worries, man. Uh, we may actually do something like that if we could get away with it next year, man, if we're there. So that's actually uh, a good idea. I would actually uh, keep that in mind, man. Thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate you being so kind, brother. Man of a I thousand. I will not of- miss London next year. I promise you that. There you, oh, there you go. Now we have to now we have to go because uh, we got some money to be made out there, bro. Yeah, there you go. Uh, man of a thousand and five holds two dollars. Super Jack can't. We all get along. It's a playground in AEW. Yeah, it is a playground. Uh, all elementary wrestling. Is exactly what Solomonster calls, and I agree with that. BC Driver with 16 months. Jesse's right. Punk is the common denominator. Well, Who cares? Let's make money. And, and yeah. you know what? And I say that. I look at myself in a mirror. I wish my wife was around. She would say this. In my personal life, when I get into um, in my my big circle group of friends, is a bunch of us that grew up since high school. If I have an issue with said person and then have another issue with said person and then like weeks or months later have an issue with a third you know I turn to my wife and I was like, and I would be like you know I, I I can't help but feel like a common denominator here and and I, in my heart of hearts I feel like I'm right in the issues that I have with each individual person because they're individual issues not connected in any way but at the end of the day I feel like I could be doing something better if I'm in if I'm the common denominator and she would say, well, yeah, this one and this one, it's definitely them. But this one could be you. That's not the point anymore. I don't want the perception that, that Jesse is fighting with fucking everybody. So I go out of my way to look. Let's just let's just de-escalate things. All right. And I feel like Punk could have done that. You're in the middle of controversy. You don't want any more. 
You don't have to prove yourself right to everyone on the planet, all right? If Perry wants to do what he wants to do, let him fucking do it and walk away. He wants to make a comment like that? That was fucking petty. We're going to handle that shit later. Right now, let's get this fucking show off without a hitch. Yeah. Colby Duran with a 499. So glass is bad, but Cody going through a flaming table is okay. Uh, Colby, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Cody was an EVP, and I'm sure Cody ran that by Tony Khan, who approved it. Um, completely different circumstance. Jack Perry is Jack Perry, man. He's not fucking Cody Rhodes. Regardless, Tom- it's two completely situations. Yeah. different situations. Thomas Volpe with a 499. Shouldn't, shouldn't have someone told TK what Jack Perry was planning to say. This would have been all avoided if there was leadership in AEW. It's it's a good point. Yes, this is why I brought up the whole micromanaging deal, and Tony Khan needs to be aware of everything that's going to happen on his show so that this doesn't happen again. But whether Jack Perry was told not to do it and he went out there and did it anyway, he was going to do it. It doesn't matter. So, yep. Michael Mears with a 1999 at All Out last year. We asked how TK would keep problematic people apart. The match order at All In was Perry's match, then Punk, then the Elite. Then FTR Bucks, that's a lot of chances to blow up in Gorilla. Well, not if you're actually fucking mature and a human being and a professional. Yeah, be a professional. I don't. I mean, it's not that difficult to be professional, man. I'm the, the request that some of that, like, why did they have this match order? Because it's the match order that the boss wanted for yeah. flow. Yeah, and, and the show care. was flowed beautifully. Yeah. It's one of the best things about the show. Four hours, I was shocked. Matt Eagle with 499. It said that Punk called himself a pro amongst children when he's the one acting like a spoiled brat. Wouldn't be the first reg- uh, ridiculous thing that he said on air. Uh, say he's not the one acting like a spoiled brat. It seems like there's quite a few of them, and but Punk's included in that group. Yeah, he's not alone. He can't He can't say, oh, they're all acting like kids, and it's not me. Motherfucker, you're acting like one, too. Yeah. Uh, Eric Aviles with the 10 months. Thank you, brother. Our Lord and Savior, George Carlin, with a 499. I'm a punk fan, but he needs to smoke a joint and chill the F out. That's what George Carlin would say. Yeah. Yeah. Chill, bro. Chill. I don't think punk's going to be smoking anything, man. Uh, Mr. 95th with the $2 Super Jet. He has to go for the good of the company. It may come down to that. I think at the end of the day, that's an easy way to sum it up. Yeah. Colin Hunt with a 23 months. Thank you, man. TK is looking a lot like Dixie. Punk is looking a lot like Hogan. And as much as it pains me to say this, AEW starting to look like TNA. No. I don't know. I never I'm watched here. TNA. I, I never watched TNA, man. I don't know. Me what either, the, but I, I don't hear about any kind of drama like this coming out of TNA. No. Though Hogan, uh, if this happened to Hogan in the uh, WCW era, Drew, would, uh, if Jungle Boy did this to Hogan, Jungle Boy would be fired tomorrow, right? Oh, they put him on a private jet and send him, <laughs> send him to an undisclosed location. That'd be Instantly. It. Oh, my put goodness. It, put him out there to fucking to Puerto Rico, dude. You yeah. know, it. I've you a triangle. Yeah, I've I've made the comparison quite you know often that, that Punk is really acting like Hogan in WCW, just throwing his star power around to impose his will and, and avoid um, punishment. And that's just not right. I think when you're given a long leash, you're going to keep taking it until it's pulled yeah. until it's yanked from pulled you. back yeah it's yeah, a good point uh richard jr with a five dollar super chat or richard jr actually cm punk is still suspended but for how many days so cm punk will not be at the aw shows prior to that evidence uh we don't really know like uh drew said earlier richard uh it's been reported but it's not official until tony khan says it and tony khan has not said anything yet 
Yeah, this is not like the MLB and the NFL where they get paid like daily or something like yeah. that. I'm pretty sure they either get paid, you know, weekly, bi-weekly, maybe it's quarterly. I don't, but it's not yeah. like he's losing daily wages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edward with a 20. Thank you, Edward. Uh, we've all worked for corporations that have undisclosed behavior guidelines, so we don't really know what those are for AEW. Punk's behavior seems outside those guidelines. So sounds to me Punk wants out. So uh, just like Andrew alluded to, uh, I mean... There's just been too many situations where it just seems like he won't be able to get a severance. He won't be able to be let go out of his contract without receiving what he wants out of it. So maybe this is his way of getting out. That's like, listen, thing. it's a it's a good thought, man. Like you said, when you when I mean, you asked earlier, I, I I think his contract has a lot to do with how we treat CM Punk if I'm TK. So money aside, I'm just gonna let this guy go. He's a detrimental to my locker room. Yeah. Cake with the $2 Super Chat. Tony Khan is a genuine problem on his hands. Leaks. Hey, happens everywhere, man. Chris Phoenix with 13 months. Punk is acting like he's bigger than anyone in AEW. Even the EVPs and the owners seems like he's still having harsh feelings towards pro wrestling from WWE. I don't think it stems from anything in WWE. I, I genuinely believe he was happy when he got here. I, I just feel like something somewhere went wrong and maybe, maybe he didn't receive the locker room response that he yeah. anticipated when yeah. he returned you know which all goes back to his with, ego but yeah they had that already with mox and jericho you know and maybe he just felt like he was you know second fiddle and third string and a lot of people don't some people do not like that they don't if they're not the focal point if they're not the end all be all second fiddle to hoodra i mean the, he's first jericho, fiddle to the, to, the, to the fans i mean who gives a but, shit but at the end of the day, maybe that's not enough for him. I mean, I truthfully, know. like, you got to start looking in between things. Like, CM Punk yeah. was, is not as revered as Chris Jericho is in that AEW no. locker room. He's no. not. No, people say, oh, well, let go of your biggest draw. At what, at what point? So, so according to that statement, you can't let go of your biggest draw. According to that statement, CM Punk gets carte blanche to do whatever. He can fuck Tony Khan's girlfriend. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does, it does not matter. Whatever he does, he's still the top draw. So, at what point does Top Draw not cover you anymore? You've already had two backstage confrontations that overshadow two major pay-per-views. You can't do whatever you want just because that's, that literally makes you Hulk Hogan. You have to I, chill. You I don't know, imagine, ma- imagine that happened and he still got a job. Jesus Christ. I mean, Christ. right, dude. Man. Uh, Chris Phoenix, thank you, brother, for the 13 months. Will Chisholm with a 10. I'm not a Vince fan at all, but we know Vince would... Give it back to Punk if he did that with him. It's crazy how Vince respects uh, Punk, but Punk and Triple H hate Eastchester. How many people have tried Vince McMahon physically? I don't know. Zero? Uh, Brett. Brett. Brett Hart. And Vince, you know, said, hey, he he deserved to hit me and get one. And he did. Brett deserved to get more than one, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Brett screwed Brett, and then uh, Brett is back on TV. Uh, how many years later after that? And, and everything's kind of squashed. Two different people, though. I think we need to understand that. Yeah. Now, Brett's, Brett still has a lot of animosity, no matter what he wants to say. So. Well, I'm talking about TK and Vince McMahon. I'm no. not talking about business-wise. I'm talking about just human beings. They're two different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys know, but Tony Khan is giving uh, everybody that needs to or wants to uh, off tonight for uh, Bray Wyatt's memorial services. So that's the type of person that Tony Khan is. Uh, Hollywood got $10 super chat. If Punk leaves, what will happen with Collision? Will the show be canceled or find a new face for Collision? Do you see that program being taken off the air? No. I don't see it going anywhere. Life in AEW moves on without Punk. 
Yeah. I don't think people They'll be a that. new face of Collision. They have no choice. Yeah. yeah. Adam Cole could move over there and be the face of Collision if he needs to. Uh, Mon K Magic with a new membership. Thank you, brother. No message. Appreciate you. Well-rounded Leo with a 499. Why should CM Punk respect Tony Khan? Khan has no backbone, and most AEW makes no sense. I don't know. Sunday, sun, sun, Sunday night boss. made sense, minus this fucking problem. Why should, he, why should he respect Tony Khan? Because Tony Khan hired him. Tony Khan pays him. He's his boss. That's why you should respect That him. was a good yeah. match. Punk and Joe put on a damn good match. It was a, it was it a good match. It did. Uh, Steve Winyard with a $2 Super Chat. How about a poll here on Twitter on CM Punk? I mean, I, after tonight, Steve, I think we're all, uh, all going to just not talk about it until something new breaks. I mean, we got everything out that we needed to say. Do you think that Tony Khan talks about the situation tonight? I don't. No. Do you guys think no. he does? No. He still didn't talk about Brawl Out. He's got a whole roster to take care of. The ro- the ro- how many, Drew, how many percentage-wise, how many of those people backstage are fucking upset that this overshadowed everything that that show was? The and whole they still, ha- they have to book majority of their main events for yeah. All Out. Yeah. Low-key, I think 100% of all of the bar. Dax and the cash to everyone. Yeah. Low-key, they are all upset yeah. that this happened. Yeah. Yes. Angel... Davila with a $5 Super Joe. What do you guys think of MJF's comments from the media scrum? He put over all the talent and really came across like a locker room leader. He's that guy. He's always done that. He's the guy. He's always, I mean, not always, I shouldn't say, but in this babyface role, he's definitely taking a stance, whether it's on social media against uh, Lufisto back in the locker room at the scrum. He said something in regards to the locker room on Twitter again in the last couple of days. He did something uh, in regards to why All Out or All In happened. It was because of everybody in the company. It was a company-wide thing. I mean, he's he's just that guy. We all know that. I, I, I want to make this my call right now. If CM Punk goes, MJF is the number one guy. He is the face of this company. In, in some in some instances, right like yeah, I think he's the number one guy right now. Well, honestly, when I when I say that, I mean Punk is being paid like he is, oh, gotcha. and being babied well, like he is. But he should not be. MJF should be the clear top guy of this company. Well, the I mean, MJF you see on TV is not the same MJF you see backstage with the talent and no. his co-workers. I'm no. sure MJF has been a locker room leader and support yeah. of everybody since he got there. I mean, character is one thing. The real man behind the curtain hanging out with his co-workers is different. Well, I'll tell you what, this CM Punk attitude and uh, this behavior is only going to make uh, MJF a richer man because Tony Khan at some point is going to realize who's been there, who who's worth it, and who's not. And MJF's going to make bank off of that. And WWE is going to look heavily at MJF as somebody who they can make money off of as well. Even yeah. though that character would suck in WWE, I'm just saying. Yeah. Sonny Singh with a 499. I just want to say AEW in London was an awesome trip. Uh, and rest in peace to both Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt and Bob Barker. Yes, we lost three uh, great men this past week, Sonny. Thank you, brother. Uh, R. Curtis with a 499. CM Punk has done nothing but solid stuff on TV and on pay-per-view. I don't know those guys, so I don't care what they're going or doing backstage, to be honest. And he's done great shit. I mean, I'm not taking that away from him, Curtis. He's done great shit on TV, but uh, all of that's going to be fucking pushed down to the bottom of uh, what we're talking about here because of his attitude backstage. And no matter how great he's doing on TV, it's just everything he's doing now is making it look bad. Black Cesaro with a five. No message. Thank you, brother. Vinny, 499. I can't blame Punk for the brawl against the elites. Uh, I can't with Jack Perry. Just seems like Perry is an immature little kid. Regardless, Tony is soft. And if we can go back to the MJF comment real quick, not to harp yeah. on it. Yeah. AEW loses CM Punk. Yeah, it sucks. AEW loses MJF. That's absolutely devastating. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Michelle with a five. TK is to blame for all of this. I mean, is he? 
he's partially to blame because of his lack of leadership. And I'm not going to sit there and blame him for this particular situation. If one day he acted as a boss and not a fanboy, then the inmates wouldn't run the asylum. No wonder Cody left. I, I feel like I Cody no left problem. for his own reasons. Drew and I talked about this, man. I mean, Cody left for his own reasons. That has nothing yeah, to do he, with Tony Khan. Cody said that he had, he didn't leave because of Pop. Yeah. MJM balling with a 499 at work right now, but I had to drop this in the chat for the iconic trio. This is a blessing, uh, blessing us with a stream. Can't wait to listen later. Thank you, balling. You can see me and Jesse tonight, and then me and Drew tomorrow night. So uh, we'll be back again in the next two days. Uh, Mike NY with a two. TK needs to grow some balls and be a boss. Uh, we've said that several times. Well-rounded Leo with a 499. Why should Punk care about AEW if he's surrounded by disrespectful wrestlers who don't want to listen? I have a question for the both of you when we get through these chats. Yeah. Horatio with a $10 super chat. Love Punk, but can't have backstage problems overshadowing every pay-per-view. Perry isn't wrong. Heard the chatter online. Played it up on TV. Gives a sense of realism. If this continues, dump Punk. Get him out. No. You, know, you don't bring it to TV. You go back and talk like fucking men. You don't bring it to TV on their biggest fucking show ever. And then, you know, CM Punk, with the way you know he is, going to act on it. It could have been avoided. Charles Wright with 14 months. What's going on, JD? You're doing a great job. Keep it up and listening to you for three and a half years. Also, today's my birthday. I turned 29 today. Charles, thank you and happy birthday, brother. Enjoy it. William with a two. Drew, great jacket. JD, OTS meetup for Grand Slam. Um, I don't know yet. I will let you guys know. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, let alone Grand Slam. Thanks for the compliment. Just get out of a meeting. Uh, Juan Lopez with a two. Who ends up leaving AEW if this continues further? It's Punk. Fire Tony Khan. Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just put Brian Danielson in charge and yeah, uh, get, yeah, him, really. get him started early, yeah. Yeah, really. Chris Michael Harris with a 499. The problem with GM Punk, if rumors are true, he shit on Dynamite while telling Perry no. That's not leadership. That's typical petty punk bullshit. I mean, if, if he, should, he shouldn't have gotten involved. I know. Well, listen, I gave Jesse a piece of advice while he was in London. We won't talk about what it was, but I gave him a piece of advice, and he listened with you know open ears, yep. and, and he responded cordially and kindly, and we had a good conversation. Yep. But maybe Perry didn't, so if Jesse told me to go F myself, I'd have been like, well, can't help this guy. Yeah, yeah. that's all. That's I, I wouldn't expect Drew to come hunt me down and choke me out. Right. You know, that's <laughs> just it's, it's, it's going too far. And if Jesse went on his Dynamite Review show and was like, hey, Drew, Fry me a river. I'd be like, well, I'm blocking him. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's Rush 2213 with 19 months. Thank you, brother. Mellow 242-125 in whatever currency that is. Don't know what it is, but great trio. Hope to see more of you three do this at least once a month. Maybe debating with both sides of the argument makes good podcasting or makes the podcast interesting. Thank you, Mellow. Hopefully not Appreciate with CM Punk drama, but no. we'd love, love to do it. Yeah. I mean, if, we had to, if we had to give Punk some kind of out here, it, it's, it's great content. Yeah, it really <laughs> it's is. Great, yeah. It's, great, it's great content. Yeah. Speaking that of being content, said, I would, rather me, have, I, I would rather not have the content and have yeah. my favorite company running much better. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of content, let me ask this question because I, I got to get out of here soon. Yeah. Tonight, we have All Out in, what, four days. Yeah. They have no main event matches announced. They don't they're not gonna talk about CM Punk and the situation with Jack Perry, it seems. Is do they need to make CM Punk's match tonight? Do do what are you gonna do? Make it on Saturday? A day before the pay-per-view? No, they should announce I mean he's suspended. Who, 
Right. That's what I'm saying. So what are we going to do? I know what we're yeah, TK's not talking about it. They have their biggest event. You know, technically all out was WrestleMania, you know, it's the start, everything else all in. I get now all of a well, sudden we we're not going to have CM Punk's match announced. We have one day. Well, never mind that. I mean, this guy here in the dapper jacket texted me as soon as we went uh, and ended the stream on Monday. And he was like, you're not going to have MJF defend the title on Sunday. What are you have crazy? To. Have to. I mean, who, against who? I, I don't ladder match. I Adam Cole. No. Ladder match. I mean, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole's going to speak tonight. We'll see. I don't know. You you have Bro. no CM Punk at, at the United Center. You better give me Cole and MJF in a ladder match or an Iron Man match because we are screwed. Yeah. Bro, here here's something I can legit, legit, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, tell you that I got confirmation from, and I'm not gonna get into who, and this should be assumed. Everyone on that fucking roster is dog fucking tired. They're tired and they're beat and the travel. No one is trying to wrestle a, a, a buy-in match, a main event match, travel, and then do a ladder match. These people are fucking tired, man. Well, I mean, I mean, the last we saw MJF was in France with his uh, with his assumed girlfriend. So I don't yeah, know. Was, I, I, yeah. I don't know why he would be on the show. I mean, I don't know. Who the fuck? Better knows? cancel that vacation. And get your ass back. <laughs> yeah. in. I don't I, know, I man. Get, I think they got an out with these ROH tag titles to keep MJF and Cole on the show without overextending them. Put them in a tag match. With those titles and have and and make and it's important to progress your storyline with Cole and MJF through those tag titles and then not having to put the world title on the line in such short notice. I mean, Drew, 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 biggest, Drew's against MJF and Cole against the Kingdom. He doesn't want that at all. They're in the biggest venue in Chicago. They are running a pay per view, and you are having no. You have two fucking world championships, and you're having no. Title defenses. Listen, get man, TK, TK better get, get on the phone and get Moxley is, in the main event, bro. Hey, man, you want to you wrestle the, the main part, event yeah. for me? This is the unfortunate issue you run into when you run pay-per-views back-to-back. Yeah. I mean, something has to give. You, you can't just run these guys into the ground. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get through these. Vinny, one ninety nine. Thank you, man. It's uh, what if it's all bullshit for people just to talk? No, this is this is legit, man. It's not it's not a work. Okay, this is all this is all legit. Daniel Rodriguez with four ninety nine. Drew looking sharp in that suit. He is looking like he's going to sell me some life insurance. I love you guys. Proud of you, JD. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Uh, Captain Solo. Maybe we should wear a suit every every time we're live, uh, Drew. No, no. Uh, Captain <laughs> no. Solo with a five. Well, this is what happens when you don't have an Undertaker in your locker room. It's a good point, man. Does this deter someone like Edge from coming on in? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. No? Edge, no. I think he's going to come. If he's going to come, he's coming to do it with his best friend, and something like this isn't going to stop And him. make a boatload of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah, true. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez, Kofi Kingston tried Vince McMahon, and they fought on the plane, confirmed by Jericho. I mean, I guess Kofi was, uh, what did he try Vince McMahon for? I don't know. I mean, Kurt Henning and uh, Lesnar fought. Yeah. Henning was released. Scott Hall did something stupid, and he was released. Well, I mean, I, things happen. Well, at least Kofi didn't fucking whip out his junk like Ric Flair did. So, uh, uh, Will Chisholm with a five. It's crazy how uh, when AEW got punk, WWE said that he's their problem now. Crazy how that comment is aged. I guess. I guess I so. Oh, very right. Yeah. Eugene with a five. I don't care about the package. Uh, the backstage problems. They mean nothing to me. Fans are too involved. Yeah. I mean, you you definitely got your crowd on social media that feel that way, Eugene, for sure. And uh, Blurred Roddick, this is the last one, Nine ninety nine. It's clear that when AEW, uh, or that AEW is not a fit for Punk, sure, he's had his issues that can't be overlooked, but it's also something that feels like in the locker room may not have fully, or they may not have fully wanted him uh, to 
let be let go, just move on. I mean, what's a fit for CM Punk now? Where? Uh, no, I don't know where. Where we talked wow. about that early. WWE. Impact. Go wow. He's gonna go to. He's gonna go to women of wrestling. His wife isn't even there anymore. Oh, she left too. Oh, he can't go there yeah. either. Then he's no. Fucked. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, locker room may not have fully wanted him from the get go. It doesn't matter what the locker room wants. It's what TK wanted. And it's what well T- TK wants now. Well said. Anyway, guys, uh, any closing words before we get the hell out of here? Drew, Andrew, uh, uh, Drew, Andrew, Jesus fuck. I, I no, gotta get the no fuck I'm out good. Of here. Yeah, you're good. good. All right, uh, Jesse, what do you what do you gotta say before we get out of here? We did the final. Join me. Join me tomorrow, though. I'm gonna go back to reviewing Impact. I don't think I'm gonna get to the pay per view, guys. I'm gonna have to pick up uh, where we are and keep on going from there, man. Jesse, EC3 is your NWA World Champion. Easy. Yeah. Wait, wait, there's oh an, man. There's an Impact pay per view. Wait, mine? No, that's NWA. That's not mine. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, there's an, an impact pay per view this weekend. There was no, there was one on Sunday. Ah, same as All In. Who's Jesse, did you see that uh, Awesome Kong slash Karma is going to be wrestling for Impact? Oh God! No, I heard she was supposed to show up at um, Impact One Thousand. Can she, can she even walk? I think she's wrestling. So are the Dudley Boys. So uh, I heard they were appearing. I didn't hear they were wrestling either. This is news to me. Anyway. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you both joining me, uh, and, and thank you for the 3,600 that we had in here on a random uh, Wednesday afternoon at noon. So you guys are awesome. I will be live with uh, Jesse tonight, as always, for the AW Dynamite stuff. I will be live with uh, Mr. Baydali here tomorrow night when we do episode 11 of TNT. We got a lot to talk about, including the uh, TV perspective compared to the live perspective of... AW All In, whatever happens coming out of Dynamite tonight, what happened on Raw, which I know I didn't cover, so that'll be my first thoughts on that for the week, which should be cool. And anything else that happened this week, we appreciate you guys. And until then, thank you. Hit that thumbs up and make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. And the socials, you guys know what to do, man. I will see you all later tonight for AW Dynamite right here on OTS with Jesse. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.